This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC. From 1946 to today, it's the nation's premier health promotion, prevention, and preparedness agency, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Jacob Collier and I am the producer babyface <laughs> and this is ear buddies this is how you know it's a big tent bro we let new hosts come on every week from all stars and stripes yeah, yeah <laughs> right we open the floor who's got an app they want to do this week today it's it's Jacob, Jacob and Babyface. Babyface. Great. Here we are. Yeah. Hey, pal. Nice to be back in the room with you. I think we've settled on 10% eye contact, 90% looking forward into the middle distance. <laughs> That's exactly right, Tim. Uh, that was most comfortable last time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's... I just... I don't want to feel observed in that way any more than ten percent. I think would would kind of creep me out. I mean, who who wants to be observed? Yeah, at at all. Yeah, even by your best buddy. <laughs> but yes, Tim, we are. I mean, Tim, I know you know this, but we're in the same room today. Gosh, once again, exciting stuff. A heavenly gift. Uh, and. We all know the army knows that when we're in the same room, well, something something magic. The in popcorn the air. starts popping. There's just something special out. Yep, in the in the ether, and we're gonna take a big bite of whatever that is <laughs> today. Finally, we're talking about SZA and the state of the genre of R and B. You push me past my own capacity, boy Permission to crash, collecting damages, boy No reaching and grabbing for more clarity now Sink and destroy all missiles deployed That's great, and that's cool of us <laughs> Yeah Well, well, look Little, this is like episode 70 yes, or 60 yes, or 70. Yeah. Yes. A little bit of table setting. You know, we've... I don't know if we've been remiss, Tim. I don't know if I would use that word in the last 70 however many episodes mm-hmm. to not address this, Jean. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's so much other stuff going on. You got to pick and choose. You can't hit everything. It's like a fire hose. It is. But... I'm excited that we, that the new SZA album has given us sort of a, an excuse, not that we need one, but opened a door mm-hmm. for us to discuss this, this big tent, the big tent of <laughs> R&B, etc. Yeah. Do you think that we, do you think we delayed it and delayed it because we also are two white boys? I do. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I think that's, <laughs> I think so. I think that's part of it yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, but we got to talk about SOS, the new uh, critically acclaimed album by SZA. Critically acclaimed. Heck, it's it knocked Taylor Swift's stuff right off the <sighs> Spotify charts. Is that true? Well, I mean, it's on there, but she... 11 of the top however many are are off of uh, SOS oh. so sorry go to, get it to share that but it's true no that makes that, that's fine hey that's the free market <laughs> the invisible hand at work once again SZA man is someone who I, again, I think probably by virtue of, of not plugging deeply into the R&B world, only appeared to me because she was on every uh, critically acclaimed best of 2017 list yep. uh, back then. Yep. For her album, Control. Why is it so hard to accept the party is over? You came with your new friends and her mom jeans and her new friends and she's perfect and I hate it. Oh, so glad you made it. I'm so glad. So, uh, you know, I said, oh, everybody's talking about this. I better go check this out. Hot dog. It's worth it, ain't it? What a record. Bring us in the Won't you shut up? No, you're my favorite. Am I woman of You, hmm, we all bring some some expectations and some baggage to everything we listen to, right? That's right. I was someone who, hmm, not to tell on myself too much, I guess, but I think R&B, I often will just sort of be like, I don't know, boys to men, you know, just sort of that, like, I... I wrongly thought that the genre was sort of in stasis in the 1990s. Tim, you and me both. Look, I'll jump on this grenade for you if you don't want to tell on yourself. I will just go for it. Uh, Yeah, I was, I mean, I was absolutely the same way. Like, R&B, I respect it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's very cool. Uh, But it's so smooth, isn't it? And it's it's so uh, vibey. And to me, the... There wasn't a ton of uh, evolution happening, and the reason I say that is because I say to me, because because mm. uh, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> and I had just kind of yeah, like you, Tim, assumed that this was it was just kind of like that. Um, I was wrong. <laughs> Control by SZA has some of the best pop tunes I've heard mm. in a while. Yeah. It it really does. It makes, like, the thing is, Tim, and I know you're probably, well, I'm not going to speak for you. You're probably the same way because we're so similar and friends. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the, the fact that these, when albums show up on the best of mm-hmm. list and stuff, if it's like a, sort of a genre I'm not familiar with, I am just like, well, I bet that's great for the people who like it. Yes. You know, I bet that's really good stuff. Totally. That's sort of all I say. Uh, irresponsible journalism on my part, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, really. Well, we didn't have a music podcast back then. Well, and that's, well, that's actually, that's the excuse, yes. Um, but yeah, like, you know, 
then you listen to it mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, well, I see why this is on these lists. Like, it is not, um, you know, elevator music. Certainly not. Uh, it's vibrant stuff. It's dynamic, really good writing first, you know. And, and if we can just dig into to SZA herself as a performer, uh, a superstar, prom, bro. song is pure pop so that was a hot track off of control uh and that's i think that's probably the first one i heard uh sure like a lot of people um and i was hooked and i you know it did what a what a single was supposed to do which mm-hmm. is get you to listen to the rest of the album too and uh it's it's so just that song is a great example yeah. of, of what's happening here because it apps it it's not not r&b right it fits Totally in that in that genre, and uh, but it is it is so immediately poppy. I guess. I mean, how else you would explain that or describe it? Yeah, it's amazing actually to me that she does across SZA's work. Her melodic work is you know if, if we can go back to thrifting a little bit. Mm, that's she is uh, always kind of just zipping up and down a scale right mm-hmm. very <laughs> yes, stepwise is. and that's an r&b thing yeah you know it's yep. it's kind of working working the notes of a scale um not a ton of like leaping all over the place right right it's a bit gentler yeah it is and yet she comes up she she finds the the perfect meandering paths into like hooks yes 100 percent agree and that and that's what makes it like really compelling um, because uh, a lot of R&B, and again, definitely for me, mm-hmm. uh, can, while good, it can sort of blend into itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and artists, uh, you know, release albums that are, it's kind of like one or two songs, even though there's... You know, a dozen songs. It feels very similar, very samey. Yeah. Um, at its, you know, worst and like least inspired. Mm-hmm. But that is a really uh, good way of putting it, Tim. Like, you know, uh, she's she's working within these R and B conventions mm-hmm. melodically often, um, but really somehow massaging some some really singable, really hooky stuff out of that. This, I guess, is going to take me... So, okay. So, we love S.O.S. We do. It's a little too long. I'm going to just... <laughs> it is. Yeah, I mean... Die on this hill. <laughs> it's 2023, almost. I don't know if you... If that works. But... Well, yeah. 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 This is what we do now. It's just got to be <laughs> a triple, triple disc voyage. And then, okay. I did read that she wrote upwards of a hundred songs for this album and narrowed it down to, to 24 or whatever. Well, that actually shows restraint then. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, and, and like so many songs of the era, 
a lot of the tunes are under three minutes. Yes. Uh, so yeah, are, you, you can, know, you can zip through this thing. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. It's got features by Phoebe Bridgers. It's got some archival audio from the late Old Dirty Bastard of the Wu Tang Clan. This is a pedigreed album, mm-hmm. and continues the trend of of what she did started with Control. It's poppy. It's really varied. It yeah, it really is. I mean, that's that's the cool thing about I guess SZA herself to me. Uh, like this album, yeah, it, it does expand on Control, um, but you know she's got she's kind of jumping all over the place, um, and I think it does cohere ultimately. But for example. Uh, F2F. Oh man. I mean, you knew I was going to bring that up. I've been thinking about you having gone to sleep. Worried that you already to replace me. Worried I'm sick of too far and you to me. Bro, I had a long drive to listen to this album when it dropped Friday morning. And as you can imagine, I was looking for a deer to hit with my car at full speed. <laughs> when i heard this like i wanted to i wanted to <laughs> cause destruction i it, can't believe it it's so it reminds me, and this is perhaps the highest compliment I could pay an artist. It reminds me of back, I don't know, ten years ago when they were writing Demi and Miley and Selena, all oh. these, all the, all the Disney princesses. They were someone was writing them just a bunch of crunchy <laughs> rock hits, and this. That's what they sounded like, and I'm so glad that somebody hasn't forgotten. So thanks, SZA. I said that I thought they were in stasis in the 90s with R&B. Mm, yep. I mean, maybe she wants to be <laughs> in, like, Goo Goo Dolls era 90s yeah. music. Fabulous. Yeah, and that's just one example. I mean, this album goes a lot of interesting places. While, rem- like, somehow that is still an R&B track. Yeah, yeah, well, it's like that track in particular... Um, it's it's a little bit like country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. somehow, and and obviously you know that chorus. But then her her phrasing melodically is very obviously R and B. Yes, uh, and and that that uh, spirit and that attitude sort of runs through the entire album and all of Sis's work really, which is I think what um, I mean that's what brings it all together and why it doesn't really it doesn't sound like a mixtape you know it doesn't sound like uh she's just throwing things up the wall exactly it let me let me drop this on you pal SZA could make midnights but taylor swift could never make sos <laughs> and i mean that sincerely <laughs> tim there are times when i'm very glad that um iheart radio hasn't picked us up because we would be getting in trouble sometimes but i'm gonna have my gut says you're right buddy let me yeah let me drop uh my glove oh man all right at the foot of taylor swift and jack (laughs) anthony this is an album 
that is moody, has dark lo-fi beats all over the place, has catchy melodies, and has introspective uh, diaristic lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Am I describing something else that we've talked about recently? Yeah, I am. That's what Midnight's is trying to do. But you could take a song uh, like, let's say, oh, Karma from mm. Midnight's. Yes. And just compare it side by side to, I don't know, something like Kill Bill from SOS. Oh, boy, you're throwing punches, Tim. I'm just saying that if we're, they're both, these are, these are two out, they share some DNA in that they are very revenge, revenge focused yeah, at times. Yeah, yeah, But SZA's doing it in such a more interesting and um, oh, nuanced way than uh, Taylor lately. Like, we love Taylor Swift for her, uh, you know, for how much of an open book she is as she's writing these, and we love to take our magnifying glasses out and say, Ooh, who's this one about? Is this Joe yeah. Jonas or is this, yeah. you know, John Mayer? What? We love to do this. Meanwhile, Sis is out here, like, dropping great tunes with interesting lyrics and a lot to dig your teeth into. And I just think it's, it's more mature it's more it's, mature writing it's unbelievably more mature i wish you wouldn't have said this tim because i know we have a point that we have sort of a, a an arc that we're working on here in this first segment and i don't want to go too off track but that's exactly it like SZA is doing you know this uh revenge fantasy type stuff which is sort of interesting in itself to listen to mm-hmm. but when i hear taylor singing about that i do not believe her and she sounds like a cornball like she does I'm like, what yeah, are you man. talking about taylor and it's like no we know taylor we know you mm-hmm. that is not you're not gonna do that i don't think you even think that i don't <laughs> even think you want that but then you listen to for example kill bill it's like oh yeah well that uh that's affecting in perhaps a different way. And I, I don't want to... I'm sorry. No, for, I don't mean, to, you know I don't what mean, I mean to pit two bright, promising women against <laughs> no, each other. I know, but, but it just... It's more mature and it's more uh, compelling when SZA does it. And it's catchier. And it like, is catchier. Don't be used. Don't play stupid. Don't fake and cool. I don't want that shit. I don't want it. Don't be in school. There's just there are more, way more, like memorable hooks and melodies, and songcraft 
on this album yeah. than I can find on Midnight's. Dude, songcraft, I, that's the term you know, for I, what's happening here. Like, I genuinely, I genuinely love Taylor Swift. Yes, we have to keep saying that every time we do this, but I love Taylor Swift. Are we too. disappointed in Midnight's? Yeah. Yes. And then when you get a salve like this, mm-hmm. it the contrasts just point themselves they, out. Yeah, they're really in starker relief now than even before, so... Yes, sorry, we're we're far afield from. <laughs> you know. It's it's just a it's it's a great listen, and if I may, loop this into the greater theme of, yeah, of our season. Please, someone's got to. <laughs> this makes me extremely optimistic about like pop music. Yep, because first of all, SZA is not just some like some indie deep cut that we found like this is she's like the biggest name yeah, in our yeah at like right now at the moment of this recording she is the biggest yes everyone's loving her pitchfork has given it you know high marks Every, this is this is a beloved album and a beloved artist mm-hmm. making really good poppy music and if you care to like I have started to do I what I basically began doing after I found control is you know finding the sort of uh, artists you may also like right mm-hmm. um, there is a lovely catalog of 2010s 2020s pop slash R&B it is exploring different colors than a lot of just sort of like what is hitting the radio mm-hmm. and some of this does hit the radio but there are these names of of people who i feel like are kind of a cut above the rest um you know sis is one of them amber mark have you listened to her before bro Ooh, no heard of but haven't listened to incredible stuff like one degree of separation away this is great for me from like contemporary jazz like some of the mm, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. some of these guys are doing really interesting harmonic things and I hate to say it but SZA collaborated actually on one track on SOS with Jake Collier And, and Kenneth Babyface Edwards, although that's not your point. <laughs> <laughs> but but there are these people with like modern jazz bona fides mm-hmm. who are uh, closely connected to the folks at the top of current R and B. Yep, and that's fun for me. Yep, um, and that's like that's where jazz needs to be in 2022. It's you know you can do your NPR stuff, sure. But if you want to go do anything mainstream, these are the artists that you want to glom onto if you can. And the result is shockingly listenable. <laughs> and shockingly is perhaps the exact right adjective there. Is it adverb? Oh, I'm sorry. It is adverb. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember our this other podcast. This is not podcast. a grammar podcast. <laughs> but yeah, like, it, uh, it's, it's really... 
amazing how well that works mm. and and it's really exciting and you know to perhaps uh, put a button on this like R&B is a very collaborative community and mm-hmm. it, it sort of must be because like there are samples right right um, on this this album which is perhaps a whole samples is a whole nother yeah episode yeah it is but uh, like she's drawing from directly from uh, like older R&B and and older uh, like hip-hop and and it's a big it's a big tent, Tim. It's a it's sort of a melting pot of yeah. a lot of different ideas and styles and and samples from a long time ago and new jazz voicings and everything like that. Like she SZA is a great this is not just SZA, but she's a great example uh, of kind of what it, this can be at its best yes. because it's she's mixing up all kinds of stuff and mm-hmm. working with all kinds of people. This is not one, you know, sort of uh, lone, isolated genius um, creating this stuff from nowhere. Like, it's it's very obviously a lot of people, a lot of ideas, a lot of uh, genres, really. And that for that to be able to come together and make sense in the way that it does on this album is just great. Kind of a miracle. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting. And yeah, I'm, it's a hopeful thing, which is what we're kind of always now trying to come back around to. It's a recession, pal. The That's pe- the, the people thing. need hope. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have jobs. We used to have. <laughs> Go ahead. Cash. Johnny Cash, <laughs> Steve Jobs, and Bob Hope. And now we have no cash, no jobs, and no hope. But we do have SOS by SZA. That's true. <laughs> That's all you can say about it. That's all I can say. Ear Buddies. We'll continue in a moment. This episode of Ear Buddies is brought to you by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Saving Lives and Protecting People, trademark. Matt, on July 1st, 1946, the Communicable Disease Center opened its doors in a small building in Atlanta. Its purpose was simple, yet highly challenging, preventing malaria from spreading across the nation. Are you gripped? I'm gripped. Armed with a budget of only $10 million. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And fewer than 400 employees. The agency's early challenges including, included obtaining enough trucks, sprayers, and shovels necessary to wage war on mosquitoes. I could go on. Yes, I wish you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Today, here and now, Matt, what is the CDC? Well, Tim, 
Uh, the is it the savior of the people or is it the boogeyman of the of the drive-by media? Well, that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> but they're sponsoring us today. They are. So I'm going to say uh, that they are um, the champion of the American people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ought to respect them. <laughs> yes. Um, even if their budget has increased and their employees <laughs> have grown... Um, yeah, that's bureaucracy. Uh, yeah, that's there. Even with that, they're still a little, a little bit like an, the underdog, aren't they? Yeah, they're scrappy. Yeah, they're they're scrappy. They they released an album <laughs> in 2020 mm-hmm. when the um, uh, COVID, which stands for coronavirus, yeah, which was a pandemic. It with- is a pandemic. <laughs> That's right, Tim. <laughs> Which is a pandemic, uh, and they w- this this COVID came out, and the CDC dropped an album, and everybody loved it. Yeah, what was the album? It was "Wash Your Hands" for as long as it takes you to sing the chorus of any number of popular songs. <laughs> and then, and then they started getting backlash. Well. <laughs> Of course. I mean, we're not here to litigate. No. Uh, the virtues of hand washing. <laughs> no, no, we would never. That's you as a personal choice. <laughs> but the folks at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, I think that's what people think. Oh, CDC, Center for Disease Control. No, 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 no. It's the centers, plural, isn't centers it? Centers. Yeah. For Disease Control and, and prevention. prevention that's important that's what we're missing i that's, think that's that's what people are forgetting well people here's the thing america <laughs> i think we hear the word control oh yeah and we think i'm sorry you're telling me that the united states government has uh an entire first floor building in atlanta Dedicated to control? That, and not the SZA album. Simply control of the people. Mm. Like in Maoist China. 1984. Yes, 1984. The, the, or, or Animal Farm, for example. <laughs> Any number of Orwell novels. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> not that one. Is it Orwellian, Matt? Of course it's or No. <laughs> Is it Orwellian? Uh... I don't, I mean. Welcome to our new segment. Is it, is it Orwellian? Is it Orwellian? We hear the word control. And as a free people, we, we get our backs up a bit at that. We oh, want to yeah. throw some tea into a harbor. We want to <laughs> massacre some people in Boston. Wow. That wasn't our fault. That was them. Um, Not here to litigate that. No, either. it's ma- that. That's right. Um, <laughs> control is only part of their purview. Mm-hmm. And if we're thinking clearly, it's about disease control. <laughs> yeah, that's, an, that's important context. Right. Here. We can't, you can't stop. You can't just pick out the word control and think that your freedoms are being taken away. Yeah, it's not the CC. It's the CDC. No, it's not the CIA. It's the well, CDC. There, there you go. <laughs> You can litigate that if you want. <laughs> but, but Tim, like we said, it's also about prevention. 
uh, which is a safer, nicer word. And it means <laughs> it means like when your parents want you to not um, stick your fingers in an electric socket as a child. Yes. Is that control? Mm, well... To some extent, but yeah, is it preventing? It's more pre- harm prevention. It's harm prevention, right? Uh, your parents will put a, a little, you know, plastic thing into those outlets so that you don't electrocute yourself and die. And how? And I'm, I, I imagine we're all glad that they did that uh, because we, Tim, didn't know any better at that age, did we? When no. we were just toddlers toddling about, fools. Yeah, fools, like all babies. <laughs> uh, and so. The CDC is like, for a lot of us, I think, I see view them as sort of my benevolent parents. Yes. Here, I think we must bring in from the wings an escort sent to the center of the stage, Dr. Anthony Fauci, <sighs> America's father. Bravo. Bravo. Hello, Anthony. <laughs> we just want to... You don't, you don't have a mic, so we can't... <laughs> just nod your head. Just, yeah, we can't... Thumbs up. Nothing, no input from you here, but we just want to say, Anthony. Tony. Dr. Anthony Tony. You have been the face of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for a long time, but especially since you dropped that album <laughs> back in 2020, March of 2020. In that time, slings and arrows, stones... Banana peels, tomatoes from every corner. (laughs) You have been America's punching bag. You have been labeled a fascist, a communist, both somehow. (laughs) And what are you doing day in and day out? What are you doing? Huh, Tony? You're just trying to get us to wash our dang hands. You just want us... To sing the ABCs under that warm water, sudsing up our fingers, getting under the fingernails, because that's important. Mm-hmm. Back of the hands, palm of the hands, the whole up the wrist a little bit. Yes, you Don't should. Don't go too crazy, but you, you know, should. give it a shot. You should. Um, and what do we do? We snarl. Consider this our apology. As an American people. We know that you just want to control us. Mm. No, you want to prevent tragedy. We just, we want to apologize. We want to say thank you. We want to say that it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> what were you supposed to do? What? You got a tough job. You're doing your best. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah, you've got a, you've got a communicable disease on your hands here, and <laughs> you're just trying to wash it off. Yeah, I do not envy you, Dr. Tony. <laughs> Um, but I, I, we do thank you, and we do apologize, and uh, <laughs> we hope that you can take some small comfort in that, even though the last years have been, you know, not, yeah. not, not, not the best. No, right. You're trending. Constantly. Tony, you're trending again. <laughs> you look away, you look back, oh, you're trending again. That's okay. Ignore it. Yeah, it's fine. Keep your eyes on the prize, and that is the American people washing their hands. It's Anthony Fauci, the veritable figurehead, seated high atop that one floor office building in Atlanta that so many years ago housed how many, Matt? Just 400. Fewer than 400, yeah. (laughs) And a budget of what? 10 million? Only 10 million. 
Can't do a thing with that. I know that. <laughs> so God bless you. God bless you, Tony. Thank you for doing what you do in the midst of what we do. <laughs> Welcome back to Ear Buddies, R&B edition. Matt. Tim. Showing and telling. What do you got? Here we go, Tim. So, as I've explained, I'm too little of a fan of R&B, and it embarrasses me, and I will get better. I yeah, promise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, several years ago, a song by Miguel, uh, who definitely is an R&B artist, came out. Um <laughs> And it was nominated for Best R&B Song, so it is an R&B song. Uh, <laughs> Miguel, colon, definitely an R&B artist. <laughs> he definitely is. Uh, Grammy noms, the whole thing. Uh, he came out with a tune called Coffee, yes. and it has a different, better title, but this is a family pod. I'd like to play that for you now, Tim. <laughs> I wish I could paint these moments What a tune, bro. It's a great tune, bro. Um, I, I like this one a lot because, uh, well, hey, it sounds good to me, which is why I like <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I think about when I'm like, do I like this song or not? I think it How sounds good. How does it good. sound? Pretty good. Yeah. So yep. I'm into it. Check. Uh, <laughs> but I like it a lot because it, it um, sort of uh, fits with what we're talking about mm. and and the hope for the future uh in that it's it's not like classic r&b and it's not even really that smooth i don't think you know there's it's there's some mm. grit in there um i mean it's it's very sexy obviously it is but it th- he's using elements that are not really native to r&b Some distortion, some mm. grit in there. Um, he's got elements that just, you know, sort of, to me, for me, elevate uh, the R&B formula mm-hmm. to just be something that I like more. <laughs> and again, this is and this is show and tell, so this is about, just a personal preference. Yeah, like, about, I think it's great. It's about you right. at this moment. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. I'm not really trying to say anything about the state of anything other than... That's a cool song. Well, and as I think about uh, what my buddy Matt likes, I mean, killer melodies there. Yeah, I mean, that's ah, that's the thing. It's really, really good. Highly memorable. Yep. That's Miguel. How's he doing? He's still doing? I think so. As far as I know. Yeah, check that dude out. Matt, you ever heard of Thundercat? Oh, and how. Mm. This is where this 
This is my sweet spot. Why? Because Thundercat is a bass player, like a prodigious mm-hmm. star bass player, bass player. Uh, who I first heard of because he played bass on To Pimp a Butterfly, yes. Kendrick Lamar's incredible album. Yep. He's got his own stuff then, which feels very much like what if you had To Pimp a Butterfly without Kendrick rapping on it? It's like this really texturally interesting R&B. Bass playing is amazing, and it kind of informs the sound of a lot of this stuff. Like it's real, a lot of it is like bass heavy on the EQ. Like there's just not a lot of treble. Like in some of these songs, he will like pitch up the bass so it turns into sort of like a melodic instrument at times. It's all very very cool. You're hearing "Show You the Way," featuring Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins. <laughs> doubles his vocals a lot mm-hmm. maybe even like triples it because he's often singing in a falsetto but kind of in like a mid-low range falsetto um which gives it this really raspy cool effect um arpeggiating like guitars and stuff it just makes for this wash of uh interesting sound and He's someone who like knows clearly, like knows the roots of R and B. Yes, super well. Yes, and infuses it. I was just gonna say the uh, you know with that track in particular, that's really like because this is this album came out recently. Yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, and and he's using like the just these indicators of R and B, like a, you know the the washed out clavinet and the the waz and the yeah. uh, the reverb. It's great um and it's that's that's such a great intersection of again like what can what can be done here yes uh, which you know what i mean tim i don't need you know what i mean <laughs> so i guess why don't you turn to the listener now <laughs> what, what, what when i say what can be done here i mean i mean you know the classic um Using yeah, using the roots and and the seeds seeds, forgive me, of the genre, forgive me, <laughs> <laughs> to continue and and build uh, things today. Yeah. Um. And he's obviously doing a phenomenal job at that. Um. And uh, I love that. I, that's a great track. If I may loop us back a little bit to our uh, TikTok episode, Thundercat is perhaps best known now for a viral sound. Uh, that that uh, one of his one of his songs went viral on TikTok as as just some background music. Um, pitched up though, it's them changes. Wow, them changes indeed. Yeah, those, those chords are all over the place. They're buddy. all over the place. And yes, like you pointed out, the like the wah pedal guitar. Um, 
that sort of slap bass sound. Yep, it's dry, a- dry drums. Yes. Mm, that's it's, nice. Ooh, it's really, really nice. And then you know, his voice on top of it. I guess I'm playing two songs. Yeah, I, would, I can do I whatever I want. I wasn't even going to comment because that's okay. Like, I don't have another one to show. <laughs> so it's fine. Did I leave it in the cold? Listen, folks. If you don't like it, make your own pod. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, always a pleasure, my dude. Always a pleasure, Tim. Let's uh, let's shake hands in real life and um, say goodbye to our army, hoping that they will join us once again next Monday. Ta-ta. <laughs> Ta-ta. <laughs>